0: hey guys, oh my God, this is incredible. I just had uh, God tell me to listen to my own podcast and I'm like, oh, oh you know, it's difficult to listen to your own your own uh, voice or podcast. But I went for a jog and it was flipping amazing, absolutely amazing. Like I'm exploding on the inside. I can't believe how good it is. Even the episode from two years ago, absolutely amazing. I thought I recorded it recently because it's so fresh, um, but it's just absolutely amazing. And, and I know when I hear from God and I see, him, I see him putting his hands over our ears and saying that, you know, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees. Beware of the yeast of Herod. That was Jesus' direct warning to you and I in the Gospels. And I feel, in fact, I, I, I know I'm saying as an, as an oracle, God is, is warning us to cover our ears now. You know, who are you listening to? Because Jesus said, Will I find faith on the earth when I return? You know, the Bible says that the love of many will grow cold, that that many will fall away. And the God, God, not the devil, God is going to send a strong delusion. So he he didn't say that we would be ignorant. We, Jesus expected the disciples to see and to understand and to discern the times. He said, he, in fact, he said the time will not take you by surprise because you and I, being the church, we are meant to know when he's coming back. Nobody knows the day or the hour, but Jesus repeatedly expects us to be ready. Remember the ten virgins. Remember the good stewards, the good servants. They were rewarded for being ready. Ready isn't just about not being surprised. Being ready, guys, this is serious. Wake up. Jesus is coming back. He is not a God that he would lie. He was not making it up. He is coming back very soon. And Jesus said to the Pharisees, he rebuked them for not knowing the times. He said, you look at the sky and say that it's red and you know that the weather is going to be bad. So how do you not know the times? So he he did say, now religion has told you that we don't know, but Jesus is actually expecting that you and I know the time and the seasons. So no, we don't know exactly when he's coming back. But Jesus replied in Matthew 16, verse 2, When evening comes, you say the weather will be fair, for the sky is red, and in the morning today it will be stormy, for the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but not the signs of the times. So Jesus expected them to know the times. So Paul said that we would not be surprised by the end times as though that was like a thief. Uh, I believe it's in 1 Thessalonians 5. He talks about that. And so what I'm saying to you is these are the last days. We can see right now a spirit of antichrist. We can see right now a spirit of lawlessness. Remember, Jesus said that many will fall away. Jesus said that wide is the path that leads to destruction. Jesus said many are called, but few are chosen. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5, Brothers and sisters, you are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief. Did you hear that? You, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then, let us not be like the others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. So, Paul again like Jesus is rebuking us for not understanding the times. We what I'm saying to you and it's a disappointment to me but that I have to say this over and over because I can hear the unbelief in your mind. Because you don't weigh up whether I'm a prophet or not. You know, that's up to you to weigh up prophecy, but that's talking about a local church Uh, congregation. But what I'm saying to you is from the Spirit of God. And we know by the Spirit, we discern all things. We have the mind of Christ. We need no one to teach us because we have the Holy Spirit. He's the umpire in our spirit. And so we know the truth. You know what I'm saying is the truth. So it's not whether I have a PhD or whether I go to your denomination or not, or whether there's a statement of faith. You see, religion will cause you to want to weigh me. But Jesus said, when when the disciples were asking Jesus to stop these other people from preaching in his name, he said, don't stop them because anyone who's for me is not against me. Come on, guys. Let's have some childlike faith. Am I for Jesus? Am I preaching Christ? Am I preaching in his name? Am I speaking the truth? You tell me. So what I'm telling you is cover your ears, church. It's not time. It is time to hear from God for yourself. Now, that may seem ironic because I'm, being told by God to tell you this but perhaps he's confirming what you already know. I'm not saying to to disconnect the internet or you know throw your phone away. That that day may one day come, but it's not here yet. But what I'm saying is that I see God covering our ears like a, a parent might cover the eyes of a child when a a scary movies on the TV or the news, but and I feel like he's saying, and he is saying, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees. And twenty twenty one, I believe, is going to be that year where the love of many grows cold. It's going to be that year where, and you know, it's it's a paradox, but revival's coming to the church. I'm not saying that good things aren't happening. What I'm saying is that, you know, the devil was trying to kill Jesus the whole time. You know, the devil was trying to resist Paul the whole time. So it was under great opposition that the gospel was preached. So what I'm saying is, you know, discernment has to go up a level. What is discernment? It's the Holy Spirit in you being an umpire. You know, just develop your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Make sure you're in the Word of God, yourself daily. Don't believe everything that you hear. Don't believe everything that you hear. I mean, look at the seasons and the times. We have a government and a media and a political and financial system that has colluded against us. It is an anti human movement. Clearly, you know, did God give the earth to man? He gave us the earth and he called us to subdue the earth. You see, Jesus was under authority, he did only did what he saw the father doing. That is one who understands the chain of command. Like a soldier who takes orders from his commanding officer, Jesus was the senior CUO. Jesus Christ is our big brother and he showed us how to live. He said, as the father sent me, pneuma as the father sent me as the father breathed me into my mother's womb mother of jesus not mother of god but anyway as jesus as as jesus was sent like a breath that entered the single cell of mary's egg born of a virgin Son of God, Son of Man. Isaiah 9 says unto us, a son is given. That's very heavy revelation. And I'm telling you, there's an angel with one foot on the ocean and one foot on the land. And he is on that revelation. I'm telling you right now, that is the revelation of the sons of God the revelation of the sons of God is those men of the dirt who are bought with the blood, who are filled with the spirit and who are sent. And it says that all creation is groaning. You know, groaning is a language. Groaning is a language. I said groaning is a language. Mmm. Mmm. When I drink something delicious. Mmm. When I stub my toe. Oh, my God, my toe. So when I'm so pleased to see you. Oh, I'm so, you know, my groaning is a language. I'm telling you that. The blood of Cain, the blood of Abel speaks, rather. The blood of Jesus speaks, and the earth is speaking. The earth is speaking because a groan is a language. A groan is a language. The Bible says that Jesus was moved with compassion. That is a groaning. It's from the bowels. When I go, hmm. I'm saying that the food is delicious. When I go ow, I'm saying that my my feet are in pain. When I'm saying ah, I'm I'm saying a word. It's a groaning, but it it is a it is a voice. Listen. 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 I said listen. Put that phone down. Put the window up. You are this I'm telling you the truth this is going to hit you like a volcano going off in New Zealand. You are a spirit. You are a spirit wrapped in a body. You are a spirit wrapped in a body. Yes this is about the kingdom. This is all this is the most kingdom message I've probably ever preached. You are a spirit. And you are wrapped in a body and your body interacts with the spiritual realm through your soul. And your spirit interacts with the physical realm through your soul. So your soul is like an interpreter. That's why there's so much battle in your mind. That's why Jesus said to repent. That's why Paul said to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, by the washing of the water of the word. But when you groan, it is your spirit animating your body. When you pray in the spirit, it is the Holy Spirit praying through your spirit and it goes through your body. What I'm saying is the voice of God travels through your vocal cords. It actually has to go through your soul. Because God is the lover of your soul. He's not going to override your will. God loves you. He longs for all men to be saved, but he won't force them because he's not going to override their will. You need to choose God. You need to choose to yield your body to God. You need to yield your members to God. The Bible says that we need to yield our members. Our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So what I'm saying about groaning is that your spirit is groaning and the world, the earth, the the, the the creation is groaning. The creation is groaning for the sons of God to be revealed. And what I'm saying is there's an angel that is going to re- release this revelation to you. Some of you by the religious spirit believe that that can't be possible. But let me ask you, who gave Daniel the scroll to eat? Who gave Daniel the scroll to eat? Was it God? No, it was an angel. So angels do, you know, give to the church revelation. Who told Mary that she was going to have a baby? Come on, guys, wait. I want to slap you in the face in a rebuke, in a loving rebuke to say, guys, you've got to get over your religious mindset. You've got to get over yourself. The angel is ready to give you the ultimate revelation. It's the revelation of the sons of God. I want to ask you this. It says that all have fallen short of the glory of God. Romans chapter 3. But Jesus Christ in us is the hope of glory. So what have we fallen short of? Yes, it says we've sinned, but The gospel isn't just the gospel of salvation. The gospel is the gospel of the kingdom. There is a gospel of salvation. I don't think it's working very well because I don't think that people are understanding the word of God. You see, Jesus preached the kingdom of God. Jesus preached, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Paul preached the kingdom of God. The apostles preached the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, Ananias and Sapphira died. In the kingdom of God, the world was turned upside down. You know, we can have a form of godliness that denies its power. So what I'm saying is that Isaiah 9 says that unto us, A child was born unto us a son was given. There's a difference. The child, I believe, is referring to the son of man. The child is referring to the flesh. The child is referring to Jesus, born of Mary, 100% man. But the son, it's interesting to me that it says that the child is born but the son is given poor and the government is going to be on his shoulders. So this is about the kingdom of God. What I'm trying to unlock, the Holy Spirit is is putting a key in your spirit man right now, the word of God. He's, He's wanting to burst light inside of your spirit. He's wanting that word of the kingdom to bear fruit 90 you know, 30, 60, and 100 times what was sown. And so what was sown was the kingdom. And so what I'm saying to you is that Jesus Christ is the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Jesus, the child, was born, but Jesus, the son, was given. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only son. So this, it's almost like Jesus is the is the child and Christ is the son, Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter. It's semantics, uh, but it does matter. But what I'm saying to you is will you allow the Holy Spirit to reveal Christ in you? Will you allow the son of God to be revealed? Because the Bible says that God wants to fill the earth with the experiential knowledge of the fullness of God. Now, the fullness of God is the Spirit. The Bible says that in Joel that he wants to fill the earth, that he wants to, you know, pour out his Spirit on all flesh. But what I'm saying is, what if you can be filled with the Holy Spirit? What if you can be filled to overflowing? What if the whole earth being filled with the knowledge of the glory of God is Christians? It's, you know, a billion, two billion, three billion, a hundred billion, I don't know, but it is a lot of Christians. It is every man, woman, and child filled with the Spirit. The government of God is the Holy Spirit. God said he will write his laws on our hearts. He's given us a heart of flesh and he's taken away the heart of stone. I pray, Father, you would give your children bread. You would give your children good bread. You would give your children understanding. Help them to know that I'm speaking as an oracle of God. Lord, I just breathe fire on that word. Lord, let it produce fruit 30, 60 and 100 times what was sown. I want to encourage you guys, there's a course available, there's a teaching available, there's a book available and it's it's called The Power Words by Dr. Kevin Zadai. He's a nobody he would say of himself, he, he was a flight attendant, a flight attendant, a man in a, in a woman's job, he says, who died in a routine operation when he was having his teeth removed and he left his body and found himself with Jesus on the other side. Now, when he reluctantly came back, he had a really, you know, basically he had an understanding of the kingdom of God. You know, like like I do, and I'm speaking to you from the other side. I'm speaking from the other. That's why I sound different. I'm speaking from heaven. I'm not speaking out of my gifting. I'm not speaking out of revelation, although there is a revelation gift moving there. But I'm speaking as I sit in heaven with Jesus Christ. And so that's why I'm different. And that's why you're different, but you don't know where you are. You have the authority to forgive sins. You are a son of God. You might be driving a BMW or a a Lexus. You might have nothing. You might be sitting on the footpath wondering what happened to you. But you are valuable. You are priceless. You are worth more than heaven. I'm... I'm serious. You're worth more than heaven because Jesus Christ died for you. The King of heaven died for you. He he gave his blood. He dripped. He poured his blood out for you. The Bible says if the Father gave us Jesus, he would give us all other things as well. And so what you want to ask for is the kingdom Why don't you ask God to give you the kingdom? Tell him that you want to understand the word of God. Tell him that you want to receive the seed of the kingdom and bear much fruit. But for you guys who are a little bit more mature, this is the time to guard your heart for out of it flow the issues of life. Don't believe everything you see and read. And I'm not talking about the media. I'm talking about the major, the church. I'm talking about serious people and places. You need to hear from God. Promise me you will find. Just do this, please. Find your pathway to God. Find your pipeline. To the Spirit. Find your connection with God, please. You need to have your own oil, is what He's saying. It's not about fear, it's about stewardship. One last thing, if you never heard anything else, the kingdom is about management. He is looking for people who will work, He's looking for people who will obey Him. He said, If you love me, You'll obey me. Faith without works is dead. God did not allow it to rain until he had a man to tend the garden. I believe it might be Isaiah 57, around there. But The Bible says God said, where is there a man? Where can I find a man? He said, there is no man. I can find no man. God is looking for a man. And a woman, he's looking for mankind. This is the kingdom message still. He wants to rule the earth through you. He wants you to partner with the spirit and to, to overthrow. Overthrow your mind, your will and your emotions. Be led by the spirit of God and show yourself to be a son and daughter of God. I speak fire over your body right now. I speak fire over your mind, over your will and emotions and fire over your spirit as you sit on the altar. You are the holiest place. You are the holiest place. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are, wherever you go, God goes. And you are the authority of God on the earth. Jesus said, and I'm, I'm going to save that for the next episode. Thanks, guys, so much for listening. And remember, just cover your ears in this season prophetically. Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod.